Indiana Jones, Indiana It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, minutes. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we get these camels out of the way of the film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Joe Christopher St. Adrian of Nicomedia, the patron saint of arms dealers, Porter. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I love that I always get you, Pete. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm Pete the Retailer. Welcome back. Not an arms dealer. No. Not an arms dealer. As far as anyone here knows. <laughs> or you're the best arms dealer in the world because no one knows. How do you, I mean, if you're an arms dealer, there's, there's a saint for you. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's actually kind of comforting. Like everybody's yeah, kind of equal in the eyes yeah. of the saints. <laughs> everybody's loved by somebody. Saint Adrian of Nicomedia. Please make sure those bazookas <laughs> arrive safely. Nicomedia sounds like sounds like a like some kind of uh, web startup. It does. Oh, it does. It yeah. does. Nicomedia. No. Nicomedia. <laughs> uh, well, listen. We're all here to talk about minute eighty-four of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which uh, begins with Elsa telling Donovan that Indy and Henry have escaped. And it ends with Vogel uh, denying Marcus water. Okay, so Tommy, you're as dumb as I am. Uh huh. We're both dumb in slightly yeah. different ways, but you're a close. You're like I say, you're the the weather vane. <laughs> exactly um, like people say, how, like dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like the yes, yes. So this is uh, I'm asking you. Mm-hmm. This is the first time Elsa has seen Donovan, and she's just telling him now that Indy and Henry have escaped. No, see, this is super weird, and I didn't hit on this until like just watching it for this. That yeah, well, she's okay, because acting... I'm th- yeah. No, yeah, you're not dumb. You're well, not okay. th- that's the short I'm not, answer. Oh God, thank God, thank yeah. God. Because I'm thinking here, like, what about all those APBs at the Flughafen? <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what, what? Like, right. isn't Fogel with the, you know Donovan right now? Like, didn't yeah. did Fogel get thrown out of a Zeppelin by Indiana Jones? Like, hasn't That's the true. Scooby, does the Scooby-Doo yeah. castle has burned down? The Scooby-Doo castle has burned down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. What, I, 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 quicker. Yeah. The part like, is, well, okay, I, yeah, the, you're right. Yeah. There's all those different modes of communication that could have gotten to Donovan by now. But it's super weird that she is just telling him now after she had her, you know, human league moment with, with Indy in Berlin, mm-hmm. you know, and she, she, so she hasn't reported that until now, like maybe now, like, you know, the, the, the burned telegraph wires from the castle have gotten fixed and they're telling, you know, the news has gotten out that the Jones boys have escaped from the castle, but she, and now is just telling Donovan that, you know, she, she's, she, she's keeping something from him. It's weird. I made an, yeah, I made an allowance for that uh, on this, like, Maybe she might have a little something for, you know, Indy, some feelings for him, and she might not want to see him completely captured, or she might want to see him alive because, you know, I think she respects him as the archa- uh, as an archaeologist, and I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe he'll, quote, come in handy later, either with the Grail or Ah Venice. I don't know. Why was that a quote? What's it? Quote, come in handy later. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who are you quoting? Why do you ask these questions? Well, why do you, I just, this makes no sense. I mean, they, they know that Indiana Jones has escaped. Like, Fogel has been thrown out of a Zeppelin window That's by Indiana Jones. Well, maybe yeah. maybe Donovan really did drive the car all the way from Austria, and then he picked up Brody along the way, and they've been out of kind of contact until mm. but he's But Fogel's there now. Yeah. Like the yeah. very first thing he'd say to him in the, you know, wherever they rendezvoused in the Republic of Hattay, yeah. Although we don't I, we don't see Donovan's reaction. He could just be like, yes, I know, they escaped. Third time you've told me. You've been telling me this since Berlin. <laughs> Sheesh. Maybe Vogel was just like like deeply embarrassed that he got knocked out of a Zeppelin by Indiana Jones that he just hasn't told anybody. But what, I mean, All what the about Jones the castle? The, the castle's on fire. Yeah, that's, no, that's they were searching Donovan's for them at the house. Zeppelin place. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Donovan's house. <laughs> like his house yeah. is burned to the ground. Yeah, it's all very weird. <laughs> his house. There are a lot of weird scenes like that in this movie. A lot of weird yeah, lines there and are. stuff that are like, okay, that sounds like the end of a scene, but it also doesn't work. Like, you, you, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't right. hold water. He's, this is where words like this would go, but they don't. They don't really necessarily <laughs> right. match. Right. They look good in the screenplay, but they still need right. to make sense. <laughs> well, and it, but it, it, you know what's strange? It's I mean, you can imagine. It's like, sir, your house was burned to the ground. Oh, really? Were the Jones boys in it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or to, I mean, but he did. Remember, he did just kind of weirdly up and leave. Like they just left him t- yeah. right there. I, you know, like a manhunt like, with like <laughs> flyers and stuff. There was, like... <laughs> yeah, there was a manhunt with flyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've got another weird question. So right. we cut from that to Sala driving his brother-in-law's car through the streets with mm-hmm. Indy in, in, beside him and Henry in the back. And did Sala suffer no consequences for punching the Nazis? Or did he also have to make some kind of daring escape like Henry and Indy? Oh, that's a good question. Although that weird mm-hmm. that scene ended so weirdly where, where, where Brody got taken. It was like, remember like the guy, one of the guys who like shoved him into the truck and like closed up the truck? He yeah. like, didn't even leave. He just kind of like wandered over, started playing like dice or something, like right next to where Sala was standing. <laughs> it's like a super weird scene. Yeah, and then when you learn that Sala's actually got a car, he could have chased after him yeah. instead of just standing there watching them drive away at two miles an hour. <laughs> or maybe he didn't. Maybe he just got it like since then or something. Yeah. Maybe well, wait, so where the, the guys that he punched, that dude who does that weird bow that, <laughs> that Marcus <laughs> clicks back for, like yeah. where is that guy after Sala punches him? Maybe he killed them both with one punch each. <laughs> dead. Through his, like, Bill Bull run so yeah. killed those yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sally, you killed those guys. What's wrong with you? You know, you know what's really weird? If you look closely at, at, at the scene right where uh, Sala's driving through the streets, Henry is yeah. in the back seat, and he's honking the yeah, car I love horn. That. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's really funny. Yeah, he, like, I think Sala maybe hits it once or twice and then starts driving, and Henry reaches around and starts hitting the horn from the back seat. And what's amazing is he's – it's 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 a total watershed moment, you know, a few minutes back, because Henry's clearly no longer passive here. Now yeah. he's a horn honker. <laughs> right, he's got his hand on the horn. That's yeah. hysterical. He's, he's 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 you know. I'll show you the honk he's, horn. Yeah, he's no longer this passive guy. Yeah. 
know what's really nice about this scene? We'll get into the details later, but we have to say first, Indiana Jones looks just like Indiana Jones in this scene. He's sweaty. <laughs> yeah. He's in like a sunny, dusty yeah. place. His mm-hmm. shirt's open. He's yeah, annoyed. Okay, you know what it is? You know what it is? You just glossed over it like it was no big deal. He looks like him because he doesn't wear a tie. That's true. Yeah. yeah, he's not wearing a tie. I like the tie. I like the tie. I, I do think he looks more like Indiana Jones here. I think it's the it's more the sweat and the squint. Yeah, I think, I think the squint yeah, is I think important. It is the sweat and the sun yeah. and the dust. Yeah, he's 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 in his element. Mm-hmm. This is our Indy. They were right to bring him yeah. back to the desert. Although not <laughs> not you know, don't want to take anything away from from white tux, uh, white suit jacket. You know. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the, there's a lot of good Indiana the club. Mm-hmm. clubbing mm-hmm. indie. Yeah, yeah, I like that look too. But <laughs> I love the club Ben Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I have a question because I can't recall at all. Do you guys remember how did people meet up before cell phones? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, how did you, how plans did you know? or something? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because right here the first question was how did Indy and Henry meet. Sala, how did they yeah. meet up with him here? And then I'm like, well, they called him on his. <laughs> and I stopped and I said, wait a minute, I lived in a time where people would meet up without cell phones. Right. And mm-hmm. I go, and I, I have no idea how that was ever accomplished. So they they told Sala, we'll meet you at the mall in front of the Orange Julius, and Sala's <laughs> been right. waiting there ever since. <laughs> right. Oh, that's sad. So what? How did they meet up? I'm assuming they called or telegraphed. Telegraph, telegram, yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, telegram. But if you're if like, but if you're in his like Salas in the Skedron, right? He's mm-hmm. at that Potemkin village, yeah. and like, how do you reach him? Did they? Yeah, he would have to know to look they for a drive? telegram. Well, he was he was already waiting for them there, so he may have they may have set a spot to meet beforehand, and that's why Sal oh. is just sticking around in the village. Like maybe that's why he didn't go after Brody. Maybe. Well, right. Wait a minute. Is that wait? But he's he's arranged to meet Marcus, and Sala's going to meet Marcus. But yeah. Sala thinks Henry's or Sala thinks Indy's showing up too, and then Marcus says, "Don't panic. It's just me." So maybe he's like, "Oh, well, that means Indy's still coming." What's weird is when we saw Marcus and Sala, it seemed like they were on their way without Indy. Like they met up and they were going to go do mm-hmm. something. Yeah, it does. Yeah, like you know, Marcus was supposed to be like a advance guy or something. Yeah, so, like, well, he had that that's a, he Sala had the map. Around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I still don't get that. I don't know what they were supposed to be doing. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I still don't know why he sent Marcus on ahead. I don't know why. But I would like to see <laughs> what he's supposed to be doing. As like a he got he got a, he was he's supposed to get a head start. He's because because Indy says in the castle like you know with with any luck he's already found the Grail. He's got a two day yeah. head start, and you're like, okay, he has a head start to find the Grail because. They know the starting point is Alexandretta. But then he also said he was making that all up. So maybe he didn't expect him to get a head start. Maybe that was just a a line he was feeding the Nazis. Right. Mm. Maybe. But I I do want to see the Marcus and Sala kind of anthology film or, you know, just the two of them. (laughs) (laughs) There's another fine mess you've gotten us into. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, speaking of that anthology film, is Sala speaking pig Latin here? When he's yelling at the camel driver, oh, what is you it? know, I, 
I thought, yeah. It sounds like he's saying Ipsy, Ipsy, like zip, zip. No, he's <laughs> saying his famous line from Raiders. Ipsy, Ipsy, whatever that, like, you know, hurry up or whatever that, that hmm. phrase is. Oh, okay. His famous you, line Am I the Raiders. only guy who remembers that? I don't remember that. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, I don't remember that either. Was that when they're yeah. really when they're clearing off the uh, the the they're dig- they're finding the well of the souls they're they're they're, they're they found the edges of the thing quickly boys find the edges quickly and he's ipshi ipshi I no. swear to God we really? talked about that I don't remember that at all really oh my God wheelie mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow I figured that was like that's that's like the kind of the Short term for Ypsilanti, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm from Ipsy. Suddenly, I'm People the like, oh, best Ipsy. Indiana yeah, Jones fan on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suddenly. Uh, we, we do have a, like a, a very dramatic turn of events here, though. Because we've gone from a Scooby-Doo show to Gilligan's Island when Henry hit, takes off his hat and hits Indy with it. Gilligan! <laughs> 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 oh, you know, I was preparing myself for that. <laughs> I wasn't fast enough. You got it out too quick. I was just about to say, Tom, what? Tom, oh, don't. Right there, Tommy, don't. Me. <laughs> me. Look at my hands on <laughs> is, is, is Salah chagrined here? Like, does he think that he failed? Because he answers Indy very formally. He's like, yeah. I believe they took Mr. Brody with them. Is Indy asking where is Sala? Why isn't Sala here? I mean, I, why isn't Marcus. Marcus here? Or is he saying like he's like where's Sala? Come on, it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna mix him up. It's okay. I, like it, yeah. Indy's question is weird, and Sala's answer is super weird because it's, it sounds like I don't even know how to phrase. Like, okay, Indy's asking where's Marcus, and then Sala's answer makes it sound like Indy already knows that Marcus got taken by the Nazis. But mm-hmm. then somehow Sala has like information on the Nazis' movements, like like where they're going, like their intel. Like, oh yeah, I hear oh. that the Nazis have Marcus with them, and they're moving across. He's the got his ear to the street. Yeah, I guess so. You know, he's he's like the equivalent of like the shoeshine uh, guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, does he has he told Indy that? Oh yeah, I let them get him. I let them get Marcus. I totally messed that up. <laughs> Like he seems like good he, news and bad news. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> the bad news is, is, was, is he embarrassed? Taken. Like, is he embarrassed here? He doesn't seem. It seems to be. like he's. Oh, I was gonna think, oh. say it seemed like he is, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of got a whiff that maybe he was. Like he's like, oh, I, I really messed this up. I would expect him to be, but his, his answer is so like you know matter of fact and uh, you know by the numbers, just factual. He's like, uh, enough about how I messed up. Uh, the Nazis moving across the desert. They probably have Marcus with them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, so then everything is kind of switched here, right? That so the Nazis have the map, but not the diary, and the diary has the three booby trap answers, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they had to get the the diary was important because it actually had the booby trap, whatever cheat sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so. Indy could trail the Nazis and let them do all the silly surveying and find the Canyon of the Crescent Moon and then let them get booby-trapped and killed, mm-hmm. kind of like a regular old forest doll. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Which is almost exactly what happens in the movie. What's wrong with that plan? Well, he could kind of just trail them and let them do all the work, and then he's, yeah. he knows. They don't know that there are booby-traps, right? 
Right. They might not. Yeah, I don't know. And I guess they don't really need the map as long as they can find the Nazis, which is like mm-hmm. a big plume of dust and sand yeah. and standards. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I also think something happens next minute that shows that that was not Indy's plan to follow them kind of surreptitiously. Hmm. Curious. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I'm a, I, I don't like the silver medal line. Yeah. It, it sounds like it was written for the preview of the movie. Like it's only supposed to exist in the preview <laughs> for the movie. And I think it is in the preview, but I, I can't shake that. Like it, I really uh-huh. would have liked if, you know, he, he like you said, PD, he takes his hat, whips it off. You know, now, now they've got the map. Like that would have been a good ending for the scene. And like, right. you don't need like this sort of, sort of fakey <laughs> scene. big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Tom. <laughs> Kill again. <laughs> I was waiting for Lamont. Oh, oh, Lamont. <laughs> uh, it struck me as odd too. It's this struck me as odd the the silver medal line, and then I was like, "Well, wait a minute." And I I realized that uh, at this point, so this is set in 1938, and the most recent Olympics were 1936 in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so the Nazis coming in, like the, the Nazis in the Olympics, and it was the last Olympics for a, l- a little while. Uh-huh. So it was like the Olympics of record had just, you know, so maybe, I don't know, maybe there was some, that's what oh, I was maybe. thinking of, that like okay. yeah. in dealing yeah. with the Germ- Nazi Germany, he that was in his, in his <laughs> oh, mind yeah. was just like, you know, just like in the Olympics that just happened two years ago. And they did have the, uh, the deleted Jesse Owens line too that would have fed into that. Right. Hmm. That's true. I wonder, you know, how often has Indy's dad told him that? Like, I, you know, there's no f- silver medal for finishing second. I'm just imagining, like, Indy's 10 years old. <laughs> it's the first time he's cooking dinner, you know, by himself for him and his, you know, for him and his dad. He's using hamburger helper. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> his dad's just screaming that at him. There's no silver medal for finishing second. Right. <laughs> Indy tries out for the Olympic swimming team. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's not the first time he's heard that, you know. No, and yeah, Indy's face looks exactly like that when he's he's like, ah, my dad's yelling at yeah. me in front of my friend. I'm just gonna sit yeah. here and wait for it to pass. And, <laughs> well, and he does, you know, he, he he smacks him again with a you know a little pinch of violence, just a smidge. Yeah, a little bit. And I mean, because Indy kind of cringes and goes like, ah, oh, I'm used to this. <laughs> yeah. He goes, ah, I'm used to this. <laughs> Like, oh, I remember this. Ah, <laughs> uh, childhood. Well, I feel like this this shot too, this camera shot, is sort of emblematic of how Tom, you, and Jerry see this movie. Is if it's kind of a strange shot because with the car jostling around, it keeps kind of going in and out of focus. Yeah, I noticed oh, yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that though. Oh, wow. I like that. No, I, I know. I just like for you guys, it seems like this movie <laughs> keeps going in and out of focus. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, Pete, do you, do you like the silver metal line, Pete? I have no real opinion on it. I think, it, okay. I think it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Don't like or dislike it. Well, shame on you. How <laughs> <laughs> <Or> could you? <laughs> well, then we cut to Vogel standing out there leading everybody with the map, which right. is interesting. Like he's, I don't know. It, yeah. I, that's weird. Why don't they have a cartographer? Who needs a cartographer or, when you or, got that beautiful detailed map from the diary? <laughs> <laughs> or just or just like a I don't know, a hell. I I mean, make anything up that's not Vogel. 
Yeah. <laughs> like a guy who, you know, a local who maybe knows the landscape or knows, you know, the environs of a Skedron. I don't know. Anything but just, I mean, Fogel sitting there? Although he is kind of like the guy that just absolutely will not ask for directions, and he gets mad if anybody else tries <laughs> right. to ask for directions. Right. I got it. That's fair. <laughs> I know where it is. Yeah. Uh, I have a really good question, and it's really weird, and I'm never going to know the answer to it. Is Marcus singing or saying something to himself at the very, very beginning of that shot with him? <laughs> He's like looking up, and his lips are moving, and I feel like I hear voices or like a voice. <laughs> but like I, 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 I like even went to like the Amazon with the stupid subtitles and everything. There was nothing there, and uh, but it very much seems to me like he's just. Kind of going. Oh, he is muttering something. Yeah, he is. No, he is. Yeah, I don't know what he's what it is, but you're right. He is kind of just you know muttering to himself. Yeah, which at this point is no surprise. Sure, let him have it. Yeah. You know yeah. what made me super anxious about this is somebody who who burns very easily in the sun. Mm. Like riding out here in an open car in the desert seems like a miserable idea. Yeah, mm. and I was wondering. Was there sunscreen around at this time? And oh. a couple of ancient civilizations had something like the Greeks used olive oil and the Egyptians used kind of a zinc oxide paste. But the the first synthetic sunscreen came on the market in 1936. Oh wow! Really? Just in time. Yeah. Unless they were just planning on using the Grail to heal their burns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all gonna be okay. Like this, we better find this quick, man. My skin is <laughs> yeah. starting to blister. <laughs> remember when everybody was all about like actual sun tan lotion? Yeah. Like, and remember, remember they used the to say yeah. yeah rays of the sun. <laughs> ben de Soleil. They'd sell like sunblock six. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. right. You're good. Just to even things out. Yeah, <laughs> copper tone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what? Wait, Pete, I don't I need to back up a minute. Why would you put olive oil on your skin? That seems weird to me, to, yeah. That's a cooking agent. Yeah. That would be like yeah. the opposite. Yeah, you'd be right. like a turkey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Delicious. And then the the Egyptians also had a thing where they would mix rice and jasmine extracts that supposedly made a pretty mm-hmm. good sunscreen. Huh. You know, I uh I see camels and an armed escort and desert vehicles, but uh I don't see any horses and only one tank. I thought your highness promised tanks. <laughs> oh, that's tanks. a good point. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, you know, I wonder I wonder if he kind of uh, chinsed out there. Well, no, bit. if he had just said a tank, then, then Donovan couldn't have had the amazing punchline of your welcome. Yeah. yeah. That I've enjoyed for years and years and years. And just <laughs> True. This tank is pretty cool, though. Like their original plan was they were going to borrow a French tank from a museum. And that didn't fly, so they built their own. And they built this really? on an excavator chassis. And it's modeled after the Mark Seven tank, which was an Anglo-American tank built in the end of World War One for driving over t- trenches. And you can kind of see that. Like, it looks like those old pictures of that first kind of original tanks. And it's even mm-hmm. got kind of some uh, barbed wire on the back. But the original didn't have a turret, so they built one for the movie. But it's cool because oh, cool. it, it very well fits the like the era of the thing, you know, like this country would have some leftover army surplus tank from World War One that somebody gave him. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Yeah, I like that tank. Yeah. Yeah, I like that tank. It's a good <laughs> yeah, tank. <I> do. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You'd think that a tank like that might be worth more than a Rolls Royce, though. 
Um, mm. Eye of the Beholder kind of stuff. Yeah, super yeah. Yeah. choice. Yeah. And may- maybe like uh, your your highness doesn't like that color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the color of the tank. It's possible. <laughs> yeah. Like he's probably got easier access to weapons, but it's bringing getting a Rolls Royce all the way out there, somebody would have yeah. to drive it. True. Right. True. He's got yeah. dozens of those tanks. Right. <laughs> um, care to wet your whistle, Marcus? What's uh? We, I I really like the uh the dynamic here between Donovan and Marcus. Calls him Marcus. Like, do they know each other? Yeah. Yeah. They know they know each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't really? he the one who introduced them earlier? No, mm, it's been a while no. since I've seen this movie all the way through. Yeah, we don't know quite how because we know well they must know each other. If well, we don't know what Marcus does at the new university, but since Donovan has donated a lot of stuff, you would expect that if Marcus worked at the museum oh, in this true. one too, he probably would have worked with Marcus. That's a good point. Well, so like, what what's in the canteen? Is it water, alcohol, or is he chiding Marcus because they're about to drink from the Holy Grail? <laughs> I think it's water. <laughs> He's like, do you? Think, do you? you don't think I mean, sweat yeah. your whistle. <laughs> right, I mean, and and Fo- Fogel intercepts the cantina. Yeah, the canteen. The canteen. Well, we have. <laughs> yeah, that's here. I right, cantina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just natural. Did this? Did did Marcus's reply make you think of Dan Aykroyd in Temple of Doom? Because he has this weird enunciation. He says, I'd rather spit in your face. <laughs> Just kind of like Dan Aykroyd saying, you will be riding on a cargo full of live poultry. <laughs> it's like this weird, he almost sings it. Yeah. He's having fun. I think not only is it water, but I think maybe that's what Marcus's his movement, his mouth movements are just like dry mouth. Like he was just like... Yeah. Oh, maybe. Sorry to make yeah. that sound on a podcast for anybody I'm listening. I'm sure somebody would offer me some water. Yeah. He, has, he, has, he has heat stroke. Yeah. yeah. I thought, you know, he says, I'd rather spit in your face. And so I thought, you know, now what if you drank from the Holy Grail and then spit in somebody's face? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or even spat in somebody's face? <laughs> like, would they have amazing skin? <laughs> maybe. Or they would just be smited or something. Is it? Is it have to come directly from the Grail? I have no idea. But if there's a Holy Grail in this movie, I'm gonna have a ton of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I can't about, find out. Could yeah. you bottle Grail water? Like if it just was <laughs> yeah. in the Grail, and then could you pour it into a bottle, and would it still maintain its its oh, right. capabilities? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a, they seem like Marcus and Donovan seem to have a, like a, a a mutual disrespectful respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Marcus is probably kind of where Henry is. He's probably like, you know, he worked with Donovan and assumed he was on the up and up, and now he's, oh, no, he's revealed to be a Nazi. You skunk. Slime of humanity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is this helping to redeem Marcus at all for you, or is he still, like, no way? Who, me? You're, are you, or either yeah. of you, or any of you. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with Marcus 100% all the way. Okay, the good, good. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The, the whole yeah. the whole movie? Yeah, I think that his you know the comical bits work for me in this, and I I think you know I like him as a if he wasn't uh, the kind of if he wasn't established as a as a kind of uh, knowledgeable kind of you know if he wasn't so established as a as a as a, what's the word I'm looking for not uptight not upright um, upstanding. 
Kind of, yeah. Like if you didn't have him as kind of like the the together guy in in Raiders, then the the comedy bits in here wouldn't work. And some might mm-hmm. say they don't work, but I, the work does for me. I like it. I cool. guess you and I will then have a uh, disre- disrespectful respect. Yes, I want to spit in your face, but I don't have any spit. He wants to spit in your face. <laughs> it's like a weird Dracula. I want to spit in your face. I want to spit in your face. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. No, you're right, Pete. It is kind of weird. Oh, is that a Jaws reference that uh, Marcus ain't got no spit? oh i like that (laughs) uh i i do hopefully we can all agree that um donovan's pith helmet is awesome though yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah yeah really good and (laughs) elsa has like the super ralph Lauren motoring the silk road collection look yeah yeah really cool yeah i i jumped the gun on this outfit earlier in yesterday's episode i i uh, this is what I thought we were talking about when we were talking about cool Elsa outfits, because both of her outfits mm-hmm. in this in this the, that I'm here for are are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But this, yeah, I love that. Like the guy who's driving doesn't have his goggles on, but she's got hers on. <laughs> like she's like, yeah, hers are much more yeah. significant too. Like not to take away from it. Well, it, this will take away from it, but it reminds me a little bit of the uh, there's the pictures from a, a couple months ago with. Uh, uh, Ivanka Trump like doing science and she has like the goggles on and the lab coat and she's mm-hmm. and, like yeah. everybody was just kind of making fun of like what the hell are you doing and, uh, and it looks a little bit like that so she's like I'm on a desert trek and she's got the goggles yeah. on like even though I'm nobody else yeah well that's kind of how Donovan in his pith helmet strikes me too because he's still got his yeah. suit on right like he's unwilling to give up the trappings of his his penthouse apartment but he's still he put on like he went to JJ, you know, to J Crew and bought a pith helmet, and he's <laughs> totally yeah. It's, it's that's more of an accessory than a utility thing for him. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. And then, do you think uh, is 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 Vogel within his? Uh, is he is he? I don't know. Overstepping his bounds by denying the water that was given to Marcus by Donovan. Like, isn't Donovan sort of pulling the strings around here? And then I, I, I think he is. What's interesting is I want to know: Does Donovan know that Marcus didn't <laughs> wet his whistle? Yeah, right. Well, is Donovan yeah. even? Is it possible Donovan knows that Vogel's going to take it, and he's just taunting Marcus here? Hmm. It's, it's like a, it's like a setup. Uh-huh. something they do yeah <laughs> or is vogel like helping out marcus because marcus doesn't realize that that's what fish make love in and vogel's a good guy i think when it comes to kind of operations vogel's in charge so you know donovan's you know the kind of uh Maybe he's the, the the CEO, but the actual kind of uh, COO is vocal here. So he's like, "No, we don't. We don't. It's not yeah. the budget for giving you water." <laughs> I've only got so much of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm still not sure if it's if, if where Elsa fits in either. Like, is she mm-hmm. equal to Donovan, or is she's it possible she's even in charge? <laughs> she's just in charge of the wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I have no idea. Yeah, it's not clear. I have no idea. Yep. But that worked really well with Tote. Like we had no idea how Tote and Dietrich and everybody fit in there. Yeah, you knew exactly what Tote was going to be pulled in for. You didn't know necessarily know his rank or like you know mm-hmm. who outranked who, but you knew like oh we got this kind of dirty job. We need Tote. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, then... it's it's amazing. This keeps popping up. It's like an itch that we can't scratch. 
You know what I mean? And 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 I don't know if you guys have ever had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's 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 uh because <laughs> <laughs> everything you say like, just sounds yeah. so filthy, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could have been your now nose you think about... or it could have been <laughs> Yeah. Well, something like we don't want to know. There's like three there's maybe three or four bad guys in this and in Raiders and we keep like like tote Toto, Toto, Toto is like he's like a sadomasochist. You know what I mean? He's like I mean he's a sadist. I should say he's he's a true sadist. That's Uh that's what you that's his signature. Mm -hmm. You know, and they set that up, and that's why that whole uh, you know uh, hanger coat hanger thing works. Yeah, like in Mm -hmm. this movie, that would be stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's that's why I, I feel a little bad saying that because I could see somebody coming at me and be like, that's a really dumb, goofy line. It's like, you know, an old little fake out. He pulls out this thing. It looks like some torture device, and then he hangs his coat on it. You're like, I, but that works. Mm-hmm. It works. It just it works because the other things aren't as silly going around in the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, if that, was a, if that was a silly thing piled on top of a bunch of other silly things, you'd be like, okay, oh my God. <laughs> I'm trying to watch But we're a movie. sitting there. I mean, I guess that's all I'm saying. We're, it, for some reason, that does work with Belloc, Tote, mm-hmm. Dietrich. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why, but it makes sense. It's comfortable. Yeah. Hmm. That was a really good movie, Raiders. I like that one. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I recommend it. Anyone out there who hasn't seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, you really should give it a try. <laughs> very good film. I love it. Like, please, please do let them know if you... Uh, I love the idea of somebody who's who's following along, listening to this uh, minute 84 <laughs> of, of Last Crusade, but they haven't gotten around to seeing Raiders yet. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Right. I'll give it a look one of these days. Well, we had someone, Luke, I think, had never watched Raiders, and he listened to the entire season of season one of our Raiders show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. watched it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And it worked for him, I guess. Yeah, I think it did. I think it lived I up to so. it. Did he survive? He's still around. <laughs> check so it out. Make sure he's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Speaking of Raiders, yeah. second 46 looks like the reverse angle of the uh, Ark of the Covenant procession on Malta. Any any of you guys pick up on that a little bit? Mm-hmm. They come around a, uh, a oh, yeah. you know they come around a right. corner in the desert processional style. It's a little mm-hmm. different, but yeah, oh, they're in vehicles yeah. for one thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. hard not to see Nazis in the desert in a trail. Sort of like a, you know a, a sun beating down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be walking around in the desert, but like, hey, those Nazis look kind of like. In the, oh no, they're just regular. Water. They're just looking for water. Or something. Leave him alone. I wanted to give a quick uh, shout out, even though he's no longer in this uh, in this movie. But uh, but while I'm here, I'm going to take the opportunity because he, here's he's where the tanks came from. Uh, Alexi Sale. <laughs> I want to recommend that people go check out uh, the all new Alexi Sale show which was after oh. Alexi Sale's stuff. Um, and it uh, featuring some, so uh, Graham Linehan wrote for that, who has since gone on to make cool shows, like uh, they make Father Ted and, and the IT crowd and stuff like that. And uh, uh, Peter Capaldi was on that, who's since become a doctor. Oh, wow. Ironically, uh, yeah. or coincidentally, uh, 
playing another time traveler in a couple of things. They, they did a show called Drunk oh, nice. in Time, where uh, Alexi Sale and Peter Capaldi would play drunks who travel through time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Time Tunnel meets uh, just two drunken Englishmen. That's awesome. Yeah. So why all wow. my things are about time travel today, man? I was talking about time boxer. I'm talking about uh, drunken time. Wonder what tomorrow will be like. Uh, I'm sorry. What tomorrow will be like. I don't want to jump the gun and assume that I'll I'll be invited back for tomorrow. But maybe you're just remembering tomorrow's episode with all the time travel stuff. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, you know what we didn't say about Alexi Sale, by the way? What do we make of the fact that Alexi Sale from The Young Ones is in the Last Crusade, and Vivian? from the young ones is in the last jedi oh hmm. mm-hmm. nice. i like that <laughs> everybody think about that <laughs> yeah was any were any other member was like uh was was neil in the last dragon <laughs> i couldn't even finish getting that sentence out of my mouth because <laughs> i'm picturing it wow I'm desperately trying to think of other last <laughs> movies. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, Jer, while we're trying to think about uh, other last movies, um, is there anything you'd like to um, share? Anything uh, coming in over I something? I can't think of a single... Sort of like a beep at a Wait beep. Wait a or, minute. Oh, <laughs> Gilligan! <laughs> Gilligan! I got the radio working with a coconut. <laughs> God damn it, that's stupid. Um, this just in from Professor Gilligan Porter. Hey, I like the uh, the Buck Rogers there. <laughs> this one's a little different. We got a multiple choice. Multiple choice here. Oh, those are easy. C. Yeah, C. yeah. I think it, it, it has to do with the beginning of this minute. What do the flags on Elsa's shoulders signify? Oh, come oh. On. wow. I can't even make this stuff up. <laughs> wow. Um, That's good. A, you got a father? B, <laughs> owner absent, guest aboard? C, care if I dive her down? D- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> or D, mind the buoys? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, I do think you know, I do think that they they have a sort of a nautical motif. I guess you are you're right, Pete the retailer. Every once in a while your sister gets grosser than we are, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't even think about it. Let's just run to the end of the minute. Um definitely mind the buoys. Yeah, mind the buoys. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there is a real flag for that, and it the correct answer is B. Owner absent, guest aboard. Wait, that's what her the the flags on her on her. Yes. On her, the, well, oh. the one the one on 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 her left, I believe. Wow. Is uh, it's kind of like a black diver down looking thing but it's black you know it's it's black so i guess that means uh yeah i guess that's what that flag means and oh uh, it's yeah when you're yachting oh. or boating or totally is nautical uh, uh look at uh, that argo <laughs> i was just looking at the alphabet and not wasn't even thinking about complicated oh. sentences or anything and there it is <laughs> guest on board 
<laughs> it's too bad because it's the least innuendo-y sounding one of the of the options. But oh well. Although I don't know. I think you could work on your innuendo a little bit if you feel like that, Tom. That's true. <laughs> I like yeah. the other half the board. Just add know what I'm saying after it and it works. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Listen, everybody fold your hands. We're going to close this thing up like professionals. Uh, first, we go to our guest, Pete the Retailer. Hello. We say Pete. Thank you for joining us yet again. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for having. Um, <laughs> uh, we command that you come back tomorrow. It's in the contract, and you're still chained to the radiator, so there's nothing you can do about it. Understood. All right, and uh, now tell other people the other things you do. Um, well, you can uh, find follow me on Twitter at Pete the Retailer. Um, it's all one word with no underscores or anything like that. Um, but then mainly I'm on, uh, Star Wars Minute, which is at Star Wars Minute on Twitter. Um, although the Twitter account most of the time is run by my co-host Alex, who you guys have heard on this show previously. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, Star Wars Minute, ABC Devo, which we do, uh, and, uh, various other things. You just named two of the best parts of the internet, ABC <laughs> Devo and Star Wars Minute. <laughs> oh, you said Twitter and... <laughs> and Alex Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> um well listen everybody. Um that's enough plugs for one night. Why don't you just come back here tomorrow? This is your plug for the day. Just come back tomorrow. There's another episode of the show tomorrow. So come back for minute eighty five tomorrow. Minute eighty five of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Is this silver medal thing a, a fever dream for Chewbacca not getting a medal? Oh yeah, probably. How can we come up with all the cool fever dream stuff after the after the cameras are off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>